0: On today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we'll be discussing the weekend that was for the Florida Panthers getting zero out of a possible four points during the weekend. We'll be discussing the continuous troubles for the Cats against their in-state rival Tampa Bay Lightning. It didn't even get better when the Florida Panthers returned home on their second end of a back-to-back against the Seattle Kraken. And we saw a very fired up coach Paul Maurice. We're going to discuss what that means and if it's beneficial for the Panthers going forward. All on today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to this Monday, December 12th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at man 12 Follow the show account on Twitter at L-O underscore F-L-A Panthers. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steve Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. And don't forget to also send in your screenshot of your subscription to the Locked On Florida Panthers YouTube channel and your five-star rating on whichever podcast app you listen to, Locked On Panthers, for your chance to win two free tickets to the Florida Panthers versus New Jersey Devils game on December 21st. We will be announcing the winner this Wednesday, December 14th, on a Winans Wednesday edition of the show. So last day to get your entries in is December thirteenth tomorrow. So make sure to get your entries in. So cats fans, this uh awful weekend for the Panthers as as bad as it can get. And the roller coaster is right now down. For, for the cats. It's uh right now in the in the right now we're in the downs as far as as life as panther fans as 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 far as our fandom it don't don't allow but by the way don't allow this to affect your personal life please that's all I ask of you R- just remember that this is entertainment at the end of the day and that's what I also gotta say to myself being a fan of this team but Man, it's a it's it's just frustrating to uh, to the effort that was put out by by this team as far as these last two games. I mean, just let let's first start off this uh, show with the game against the Tampa Bay Lightning and just the the Lightning just continuing to use their size to their advantage. I mean, you look at as far as heaviest rosters weight wise. I mean, the the Tampa Bay Lightning being the sixth heaviest team in the NHL while the Panthers are the 23rd heaviest team in the NHL. And it showed on the ice, the Tampa Bay Lightning were winning board battles. I mean, that's what, that's how the first goal happened. And what are the chances that all the crap that has been talked about between the Panthers players and Pat Maroon, and of course the fans making certain jokes towards, fat, for, towards uh, Pat Maroon and look, 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 look what happens. The, the, his first goal of the year comes against the in state rival Florida Panthers. And after, after not scoring all season, and the Panthers, they really started off firing on all cylinders. I mean, getting a, about seven shots in the first 10 minutes of the, of the first period. You would think that you see that they would be on pace for possibly 45 shots on goal, but the, the rest of the game just, continuously for for the for the lightning they're just continuing to get in the faces of panthers players their their sticks are very active i mean even the physicality was up in the beginning of the game i mean matthew kachuk laying a big hit on uh, victor hedman uh but zone exits were also a problem for for the panthers as well i mean josh Mahura had a had a just got out of the panthers zone and then just uh Get uh, turns the puck over, and then Ryan Lomberg has to be a victim of a of a penalty that gives the Tampa Bay Lightning a a power play. The even though three seconds later the Tampa Bay Lightning commit a penalty themselves right off the face off, and a little bit of four on four and four on three as well. The Tampa Bay Lightning just use that open ice to just continue to fire on on all on all cylinders and. N- the, the Panthers really didn't have anything, uh, any answers for that uh, four on four. But for, for me, I mean, just looking at this game, yeah, you look at the box score and you see 1-1 going into the third period. The Panthers have a chance. But the, this game was lost before the third period. Four power play opportunities. Seven minutes and 39 seconds of being up a man in the in the second period and you only generate three shots on goal throughout all that i mean let, let's talk about how that happened i mean they couldn't exit their own zone on the power play they were they were the tampa bay lightning were winning face off short there was a backhand ba- pass by i believe brandon montour trying to get it back to the point and it goes out of the zone way out of the zone that's how far i believe aaron ekblad was from that from that puck even, even though that wasn't on him i i believe but even after that zach Dalpe uh, ties ties the game on honestly which that goal was a little bit lucky miguel sir michael Serge, didn't have the best game i mean he had a he had a penalty on ryan lomberg after ryan lomberg uh, creates a the steal and goes for an opportunity on vasileski and even though he had a goal which we'll talk about that goal Laters, Sergachev didn't have a great game for Tampa Bay, and you could even ask uh, Adam Dacre of Locked On Lightning. But going back to the the Panthers, even when Zach Delpy scored, which the Panthers could have easily been shut out, uh, you, okay. you had two more power play opportunities in a, in a short span, a, a very juicy rebound, and Barkov just misses an, an open net and doesn't get his first shot on goal until five minutes into the third period. And that's your captain. I know he was out sick for a while, but it's just something's off about this team. The passes aren't connecting. They're pinned into their own zone. I mean, Mahura and Forsling at one point were on the ice for two minutes because they couldn't get a clear out of their zone. Braden Point beats uh, Sam Bennett creeping up into the low slot and then beats Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky was the least of the issues for the for the Panthers. The there's two Panthers that collided into the neutral zone, creating a rush, which Bobrovsky was able to stop. And let's talk about that goalie inter- interference uh, call that wasn't that wasn't the reason why the Panthers lost. Again, that those that seven minutes and thirty nine seconds of, of being up a man because twenty one seconds of that carrying over to the third, which the Panthers didn't do anything with. That was what lost the Panthers this game. And they just couldn't take advantage of, of possibly t- giving, having more time in your offensive zone, which the Panthers at times just really couldn't even, their, their zone entries were just, they were struggling with it and p- being once again, being pinned. And that, that's an issue for, for this team. And, and, and the and the block shots as well. And where you have sixty one shot attempts, nineteen of them were blocked. And you subtract the sixty one uh, shot attempts minus nineteen, that's your Fenwick stat. And another seventeen missed the net completely. That includes the Alexander Barkov where shot where Vasi was out of his net and misses. And just the once again the goal. Let's go into detail about the goalie interference. Actually, I haven't gone into detail. Ekblad pushes Pierre Ward Bellamar right outside the blue paint. At first, because I watched actually this game a second time. I watched it this morning. Right now it's three fifty eight p.m. On a Monday afternoon. Uh this will be released a little later uh into the day because uh because I have some obligations, but let's let's talk about that play. At first I thought with both of them colliding, which was right on the line of the blue paint, Belomar lands outside, but Ekblad's stick is on Sergei Bobrovsky's blocker. Which is outside of the blue paint. You you freeze frame it. It's right on the line. But then reaches shortly outside, and Ekblad's stick gets in Bobrovsky's blocker, and then after Pierre edward Bellamars' skate goes over Bob's blocker, which is outside of the crease. At first, I was like, no way that that can be overturned. That no way that should be a goal. Excuse me. And that this should be overturned. But now seeing it a second time and seeing where where it was, you could see why they didn't call goalie interference on that one. And desperate times came for desperate measures for the Panthers on that fourth one, where Brandon Montour creeps up a little bit towards the board to try to chip it back and um, keep it in the zone, and give and gives up a two on zero. Uh, and Steven Stamkos beats Sergei Bobrovsky, and just an overall just. That, that that was just the dagger there, but once again, that the the previous goal where Sergachev finds the open net with Bobrovsky down, that 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 did not lose the Panthers the game, and I and if you're Maurice, if you're Paul Maurice, uh, the challenge is is justified. The, I I can justify Paul Maurice trying to take that challenge for the Panthers because it's already a two goal deficit and you've generated literally nothing once again uh 20, 25 shots on, on on goal when you attempted 61 and just and when it's coming from zach delpy who mostly plays in the ahl that that's uh that's an issue for the panthers and it, it's been it's it, the vibes are just off for this team they're not immaculate <laughs> that's definitely i i can say that for for certain <laughs> definitely but in segment number two we are going to discuss the game against the Seattle Kraken, where Bob uh, started the second end of a back to back. And the Florida Panthers were hoping to bounce back after losing to their cross state rivals. But first, we're going to tell you all about Simply Safe. And at Lockdown Panthers, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace, protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. As of right now, Simply Safe is offering Lockdown Panthers listeners forty percent off their new home security system. But don't put this off. In an emergency, 24 seven professional monitoring agencies, Fast Protect technology, exclusively from Simply Safe, to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real, so you can feel hot so you can get higher priority police response. Safe is the home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats in your home. With 24 pr- seven professional monitoring service costs, cost under $1 a day, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. With the top rated safe app, Stay in complete control of your system. Arm and, and disarm. Unlock for a guest. Access your cameras or adjust the system settings anytime, anywhere. Don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite home security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafecom locked on AHL today. That's simplysafecom locked on AHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Back on this second segment, on this. Monday, December twelfth edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers get zero out of a possible four points in Tampa Bay and back home at FLA Live Arena. And Bobrovsky starting to end both ends of the back-to-back. Uh, we discussed that with Nick Fairbanks whether we were going to expect Bob, of course, with with Spencer Knight still being ill and just. Alex Lyon for the Panthers right now is a body for the for the Cats in case in case of emergency. So I'm not expecting a start from him. Anton Lundell still out. Radko is still out. Patrick Hornquist still on LTIR, at, at least until the Montreal game on the 29th. But the Panthers in on Sunday, just 24 hours after being embarrassed and the Tampa Bay Lightning getting in shooting lanes once again, it, it felt like a recap of uh A playoff game from playoff games, excuse me, from just this past April slash May. But didn't get any better on uh on Sunday. And just the Seattle Kraken were taking away the neutral zone for the Florida Panthers, the turnovers in their own zone with Carter Hagee turning it over, a rare mistake by Carter Hage that led to the Maddie bernier's goal facilitated by former Panther Jared McCann. And the scrambling pucks early with with net open and Martin Jones back in his net before the Panthers could try to get generate a, a chance on him. Mark Stahl getting spun around multiple times, an interference call right off the faceoff, just just too many uh, men- mental errors uh, for for the Panthers. Once again, Sergey Bobrovsky not the problem this one. At, at, if you look at Natural Stat Trick for. This game between the Seattle Kraken and the Florida Panthers, you see that the Seattle Kraken were just living, living in the low slot slash blue paint for 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 this game, and uh, puck retrieval was 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 an issue for for them. They 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 were good on the penalty kill early. I mean, but even even. Even then, I mean, the Panthers had more less time on ice via the power play on Sunday than they did on Saturday, and they generated even more shots on on, on the power play on on Sunday. But even then, they they weren't they weren't get they weren't getting it uh, past uh, Martin Jones. I mean, and you're facing a backup goaltender with one of the worst defenses in the NHL. And just unable to unable to generate more than they should have. And once again, this was a game that the, the the play the not the not superstar players were contributing. I mean, Eric Stahl, I mean, congratulations to him. First goal as a Panther. I mean, keeps the puck into the zone. And then Colin White from behind the net gets it to Eric, Eric Stahl to to beat Martin Jones. And that was to tie it at one. But the, the Panthers have this thing about, about falling behind early. And here's a stat for you. Hold on. Let me pull up this stat that I wrote down. This season, overall, when the Florida Panthers opponents score first, their record is 1-8-2. and When they trail after the first period, overall, 0-7-1. This version of the Florida Panthers is not made to come back in games. I mean that that opinion that opinion, well, well, more like fact, can change. It can. But I have to see it. I have I have have to see it. So now, when you watch Panther games, if they fall behind early, I'm gonna think, "Oh, okay, maybe this is a loss. Maybe, just maybe." And it, 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 it doesn't it doesn't get any it doesn't get any better. Uh, Panthers, uh, especially in the second period. All oh, let's talk about that second period. Just struggling to get to get out of the, their zone. I mean, Matty Bernier's had multiple chances on on a rebound. Sergey Bobrovsky with a beautiful save on Ryan Donato with the with the left leg as he was laying on his side after of uh, Forsling and Ekblad even after Paul Maurice called a rare second period timeout goes over two minutes and 30 seconds of, of, of time on ice and that shift because they weren't able to clear the zone. It's just the Seattle Kraken's four check was extremely heavy as well. And the Panthers were just not taking care of the puck. They were not taking care of their goaltender as well. And that got coach Maurice fired up. Which we never see this. We haven't seen this side of Paul Maurice at all this season. He calls a rare second period timeout to just talk to his team and give him a rest. And you see him yelling, screaming. I can only imagine what was said. I, I tweeted jokingly saying that my over-under was 5.5 of how many swears that he said during that timeout. But... We, it, it, you know, it's bad when 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 he's calling a second period timeout and not using that for a possible clutch situation that you you'll need to pull the goalie to get the extra skater on and go six on five. And even with, like I said, once again, power multiple power play shots for 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 this Panthers team. I mean, this was also a weird game that had two broken stick penalties called, one on Forsling and the other one on Jared McCann. And it was to the point where the Panthers were just overall frustrated from the coach and even a boneheaded play by Ryan Lomberg, which Ryan Lomberg looked to have been high-sticked as he was by Schultz. Justin Schultz as he was uh, going towards the end boards. And then just a silly, silly boarding call, inexcusable by Ryan Lomberg to 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 do that to uh, to Justin Schultz, a very, very da- da- dangerous uh, play. And it was 3-1 at the time, f- assessed the five-minute major. A- as of this point in time at 4.09 p.m. on a Monday, we don't know the status of Ryan Lomberg's uh of whether he's going to be suspended or not but I am I I'm not counting on Ryan Lomberg to uh dress for the next game we haven't even heard anything from the Department of Player Safety and also speaking of the missing players I mean the Seattle Kraken were without Jamie Alexiak as he was uh he was uh this was the first game of his uh three game suspension after a hit on uh Alex Alexiev of the Washington Capitals and the Kraken were coming on a little bit of a of a losing skid as well prior to this and the Panthers they they're consistently inconsistent and Paul Maurice even spoke about it to the media about saying that they have been consistent but I think in my opinion they have been consistently inconsistent if we're looking at the play on the ice, at least the eye test, the analytics can say something. And miss me with those expected goals being the top of the league for the Panthers. Miss me with that. Because the day after the Tampa game, JFresh Hockey decided to show all the expected goals, Panthers being number one. Real goals, 10th in the NHL. Standings-wise, outside of the wild card. So miss me with that. It's there was no, there was just no energy. And Paul Murray's tried providing the energy, but it didn't work, at least for this game. At least for this game, it didn't work. And Aaron Eckblad, a minus seven weekend, worst on the team in plus minus. I know that's not the end all be all, but he's continued to slowly regress. And it's been the constant conversation here on this podcast. Colin White was the best player for the, for the Panthers in in, on, on Sunday, he even had another setup from behind the net to Nick cousins. So he was living in what we know as Matthew Kachuk's uh, spot. And even Matthew Kachuk didn't show up this weekend. I know it was his birthday. It was Ryan Lomberg's birthday too. Oh, what a birthday, what a late birthday present for Ryan Lomberg. He's going to get suspended. But even for Kachuk, 37 points to 25 games, but this weekend was just an off weekend for him. So, Panthers. I mean, the 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 fourth the fourth goal, Ekblad just a, a a failed clear attempt, which uh got the the pan the Seattle Kraken that fourth goal. Uh, let me check who was that was uh scored by. It wasn't Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord was the was the empty net goal where. Ekblad was just flat out beat on on, on the chase. Uh uh Daniel Sprong. Daniel, oh my god, Daniel Sprong was living in the low slot too. Uh, on on in on Sunday's game. And just a minus seven weekend. Mm, that's your number one defenseman. There's there's gotta be more from, from the guys on the team. And we'll talk about in segment number three. Whether Paul Maurice's epic rant on the Panthers bench in the second period, what is that going to do for the Panthers going forward? And I think it's a very important conversation for us to have, and maybe, but uh, maybe uh, predict what it can possibly do. Maybe this will be good. Maybe this will be bad. But first, we're gonna tell you all about Bet Online. And BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there—from football, basketball, soccer, esports—we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Third and final segment here on this Monday, December twelfth edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Where, once again, the Florida Panthers get zero out of a possible four points. Let's go more into that about Paul Maurice's uh, epic rant. Where he just gives it to his team. Yes, once again, it didn't work in the their loss against Seattle. But... There is a possibility that this could work post-Seattle game. The Panthers have an off day today as we speak. Panthers will be back tomorrow against Columbus. They have some time to think about things. Asking about whether they're letting their coach down. And of course, Paul can ask himself whether he's letting the team down too. Because this is on... There's there's blame to go everywhere. It's not just a palmieri specific issue. It's not just a Alexander Barkov specific issue. It's not just an Aaron Akblad specific issue. It's just there's just no cohesiveness. There's no energy on that bench. And let's also talk let, let's also talk that, about this. Patrick Hornquist is missed on that bench. As much as we don't like the cap hit. And the production that's, or lack thereof, that Patrick Hornquist has, when you compare it to the cap hit, he's missed. He's sorely missed because every single shift that he's not on the ice, he's animated on that bench. If he sees the penalty, he's always yelling and, and tapping his stick as as well. That dude is engaged. Coaches love that. Players love that. Obviously, watching this, these games on TV, you don't always see what's going on on the bench. But when Paul Maurice spoke about the lack of energy on the bench, that says something. And they're missing that guy. But Patrick Ornquist isn't going to be around until at least December 29th against Montreal. Unless he has some type of trick up his sleeve, which we've spoken about when it comes to LTIR, but that's a conversation for another day. It's got to come from somewhere else. Sure. It's great that Paul Maurice is starting it. Let's get, let's start off with that. What about Barkov? What about Kachuk? What about your leading goal scorer in Carter Verhage? What about your 10 million man and Sergei Bobrovsky? They let Sergei Bobrovsky down. Not every goal was his, his fault, and he played great against Detroit. I mean, the Florida Panthers' defense was also great, not allowing too many shots, too. Let's not forget that. But he played decent this weekend. in considering the load that he had to, based on Spencer's illness, they let him down where's that leadership going to come from and i think this could be good for the panthers some time off maybe take maybe take a little bit of a walk on the beach uh, because a lot of these players live on in downtown fort lauderdale maybe be away from the phone as well And just think and just ask themselves, what am I doing? What can I do differently that I can help elevate this team? Because right now, I I haven't even looked at the standings right now. Uh, But I know the Panthers are out of a playoff spot at the moment. Let's let's stop talking about playoffs right now. Let's go on a three-game winning streak first. How about that? Only three teams haven't gone on a three-game winning streak yet. And this is thanks to Alex Slemp of Full Press NHL for providing that. The Florida Panthers, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Anaheim Ducks. And right now, the Columbus Blue Jackets are on a two-game winning streak. After getting embarrassed by Buffalo just less than a week ago, where Tage Thompson scored five goals <laughs> incredible what a, what a, what a what a trade for both uh buffalo and st louis something's something's got to change as far as engagement even on even something on the bench because that changes so much once you do step on the ice you're more confident you are you you box you box out in your board battles better. You talk more when you go get on the ice about where your where your opponent where your player where your teammate is gonna be. They're... And I hope this is more of a hope, because I can't guarantee anything. I hope that we see more engagement on the Panthers bench come come Tuesday night against Columbus. That's what I'm hoping because. The Panthers also didn't forget, at least I hope they didn't forget, that last time they faced Columbus, out shooting them 50-23, to 23, throwing a crap ton of muffins at Danilo Tarasov, but still lacking quality shots. I hope they remember that and make make a change uh, when, when it comes to their approach in in coming to this game. It's at home. This is a second of a three-game homestand before Pittsburgh comes to town and before going against the mighty New Jersey Devils who are on fire this season. Doesn't get any easier. Doesn't get any easier. And Chris Letang is back after uh, suffering a stroke for the Pittsburgh Penguins, which I'm shocked, but we'll talk about later on this week about it maybe bring in Hunter Hodes of locked on penguins to discuss. Maybe we'll see, but it doesn't get easier. And I hope, hope that Palm being fired up on that bench after that rare second period timeout gives the Panthers that fire that, that needed to fire it up. And, and it's uh with with it with this being a family friendly network, I, 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 I could I can only say so much without swearing about about my feelings towards this team. But just know that when it when it comes to how I'm feeling about this team, it's uh it's super frustrating. And while watching the games when the cameras are off, there's there can be quite a few F bombs for me. <laughs> But of course, this has to be a, a censored version of, of, of it. So so also try to keep also trying to keep even keel at the same time. That that the lead that the leadership of this team and engagement can be different come Tuesday. Once again, the Panthers were off today, and. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what kind of team that we that we see on Tuesday. Because if we if we see that same team on Tuesday that we did over the weekend, whew, this won't be a fun show to do. But we'll be here. We will definitely be here on tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. We will be bringing in. Jay Forster of Locked On Columbus Blue Jackets to preview the Florida Panthers versus Columbus Blue Jackets matchup. What has happened since their last matchup between these two teams? And once again, Panther fans, don't let this affect your personal life. Once these cameras are shut off and I edit the show, I'm still gonna be I'm still going to be smiling about my day and not. Don't lash out on people. And more importantly, don't lash out on people on the internet too. It doesn't make it doesn't make this situation for the Panthers better. But it's okay to be frustrated too. It's okay. That is okay. And doesn't help that the Dolphins didn't show up on Sunday Night Football neither. So but still, be kind to each other. And that's all. All 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 I ask. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, Please subscribe to the podcast to so be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to subscribe to all the other shows on the Locked On AHL network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone and Stuart Oden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Sports Today. Locked On Sports Today is a podcast 20 minutes or less covering the entirety of the sports scene with exclusive interviews and the take of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where it's your team? Every day.